peoples of the worldwide federated internet. What's good? Turning to the book of Jude, I believe last time we left off in verse 9. So, without further ado, let's get into this. So, I'm going to read verse 8 just so we can kind of recap and then, or, or verse 9 so we can recap and then move on to verse 10. Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, durst not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuke thee. Verse 10, But these speak evil of things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts, in those things they corrupt themselves. Now, these people, again, that he's referring to, we'll go back to verse four, is the people he's talking about in verse four. Uh, For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness, denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. So, in all of these verses, he's talking about, you know, a bunch of things, but referring back to those men that he was talking about in uh, verse four. So, again, these speak evil of things which they know not, but what they know naturally as brute beasts and those things they corrupt themselves. Now, I wanted to try to get a better understanding of this. And my treasury of scripture knowledge, which if you don't have is a very good book. Uh, I've explained this before. It takes a verse and it gives you either similar verses or the verse that that verse is referencing. The Bible app that I use on my Mac also has a treasury of scripture knowledge built in. So it referred me back to uh, 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 12 or or second peter chapter 2 verse 12 excuse me where a very similar verse was was stated but what i did is i went back from verse 1 and read all the way down because i i kind of want to understand natural brute beasts okay well what is it talking about exactly and why why did the treasury of scripture knowledge refer me back to second Peter chapter two and verse 12? Now you got to understand the treasury of scripture knowledge was put together by men. It doesn't mean that everything they put together and all of the cross references are related, but more often than not, these cross references are actually related. And coincidentally, as I read through uh second Peter chapter two, I said, Oh, 
this is actually very related to what's being said in the book of Jude, uh, verse 10. So I read the, you know, the whole chapter leading up to verse 12, and we're kind of going to go through that said, but there were false prophets among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them. This is the same thing that Jude was warning of and bring upon themselves swift destruction. So this, it is related because Jude is also talking about false prophets. Um, what was that? Verse two. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. So I, I, I looked up the word pernicious because as I often do, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people do the same thing. I read a word and I, and I read it within its context and I think, oh, I have a good understanding of what this word means. Then when I look it up, my understanding was was very close, but this kind of gave me a more well-rounded understanding. So pernicious means destructive having the quality of killing, destroying, or injuring, very injurious or mischievous. So these men, these false prophets are very destructive. I found that to be true. Normally people who go into that realm of false prophecy are very destructive people. They destroy everything they, they get around. And through covetousness, they shall with feign words make merchandise of you whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not and their damnation slumbereth not. That word feign means invented, devised, imagined, assumed. So these people are making things up. These false prophets feign words. They're in the land of Make believe. Uh, where am I going down to? Uh, verse four. Um, is that where I was? Covetousness. All right. Yeah. Verse four. For if God spared not the angels that sinned again, it's funny how it's talking about false prophets, just like in Jude. And then it mentions these fallen angels just like Jude did in referring to these false prophets, I think showing that, yo, these people are not without judgment. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment and spared not the world, uh, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an ensample unto those that after should live ungodly. God left examples in case for all of those people who, who think that God does not judge and it's all good and you can do what you want, God left us context clues and examples. Nah, you won't get away with this. You won't just go on living however you want and go on your merry way and everything will be all right. That's not how this works. Uh, verse seven, and delivered just lot, 
Vex with the conversation of the wicked. If you ever had any question of, of Lot standing before God, the Bible answers that question. Verse eight, for the righteous man dwelling among them, seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Let me stop and pause right here. In case you think what you see and what you hear doesn't affect you, the Bible says it doesn't say that he participated in their acts. It says for that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul day to day with their unlawful deeds. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanliness and despise government presumptuous are they self-will. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. And here's what's funny. This very same thing is mentioned in uh in the book of Jude, it talks about uh, these people despise dominions. Now, that word that's used there, that Greek word for government here is the same word that's used in the book of Jude when it's when it talks about dominions and dominions is pretty much government, those who control. So there's a connection between these false prophets and the fact that they despise governments. What is that connection? Why? Why do they? Why do why does Peter mention this as well? What's the connection? I don't know exactly. The only thing I can suffice it to say is they don't want anyone to have any control over them whatsoever. They want to be able to do whatever they want. This is part of the reason why I personally do not support the anarchist movement. I understand it. I, I, I've heard the arguments, but. This is just my opinion. Looking at these verses, there's something deeply troubling about those that just don't want any authority. Now, I understand that man is evil and giving given uh, a length of time, man will figure out how to destroy and how to corrupt everything. That's just it is what it is. That's something we can't get around. We're men. We're mankind. We're evil. The, 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 the desires of our heart are evil and without God and without the Holy Spirit, it just leads to corruption. And unfortunately, governments are normally filled with people who don't who don't want to have anything to do with God and don't care about God. I pray that God would inspire believers to get involved in government so that we can at least have some kind of light shining in these dark places. Maybe I'm naive and, and thinking that'll change anything, but that, that's my prayer. That's that's my desire, at least. Verse 11, whereas angels, which are greater in power and might bring not railing accusations against them before the Lord. That word railing means clamorous with insulting language, utterance, reproachful words. So again, this is the same thing we saw in the book of Jude. There is a connection. I'm not going to tell you I understand the connection greatly. I've, I've kind of been looking at the parallels between uh, 2 Peter chapter 2 and the book of Jude. 
and it's actually I mean, it is almost it is almost as though they said the same thing in different ways and one gave slightly more detail. But it's it's bringing up the fact that that they did not bring railing accusations against them before the Lord. Verse uh, verse 12 is the verse we were we were trying to get to. But these are natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed speak evil of things they understand not and shall utterly perish in their own corruption these people are going to perish god will judge these people if they never seek and get correction a lot of people think when they think about people who do evil things like why do they always get away with this well the assumption is that nothing will ever be done now just because nothing is done right now at this moment doesn't mean these people are getting away nor does it mean they will get away with these things okay so back to uh the book of jude uh verse 11 i think is where we're at is that where we were corrupt themselves uh, natural brute beast yeah because we we went from verse 10 and we went to second peter chapter 2 and you see how there's a lot of similarities between what what's going on in second peter and what's going on here in the book of jude woe unto them they have gone in the way of cain and ran greatly after the era of balaam for reward and perished in the gain saying of core. If you don't know anything about this story, about the gainsaying of core, that word gainsaying means contradicting, denying, opposing. You need to go read that. It's in the in the book of Numbers, I believe, chapter, is it chapter 11 or chapter 35? I can't remember if it's, if it's chapter, I should have wrote it down. If it's numbers 1135, I think, I'm not sure. Anyway, look that up. It's interesting. If you look that up, you'll see why this matters. I believe the idea is these people oppose the truth. That's what Jude is showing you. These people oppose truth and they will not go unpunished. These people will meet their end. Here's something interesting, kind of a side note about the book of Jude, something I've been thinking about as I'm reading it. Now, many people say that Jude quotes the book of Enoch. Now, while that is very, very possible, I'm not sure that's the case. I'm not sure. Now, I've never read the book of Enoch and I've never read the, the references that Jude allegedly quotes. Now, I'm going to present my case and I'm not saying that what I'm saying is 100 percent true. This is just something that I have been thinking as I'm reading through this book, because. At one point, I was saying the same thing, like, oh, Jude quotes the book of Enoch. I was saying it emphatically as I read through this book. I'm like, yeah, I'm not so sure for several reasons. Follow me on this. Jude, along with the rest of the disciples and apostles minus Paul, because he came later on after the death, burial and resurrection. But the rest of them walk with the Lord Jesus Christ for years. 
The Bible already told us that you couldn't even contain all of the things that the Lord Jesus Christ did, all of the miracles and everything he said. You couldn't contain it in a volume of books. He did a lot. What all did the Lord Jesus Christ say to the disciples and apostles in private? After the resurrection, when he was with them for 40 days, and what did he say? What did he reveal to them? Could it be that he actually revealed some of the things that Jude goes over? And that's why we don't find it anywhere else in the Bible, because the Lord Jesus Christ in his talks and meetings with them revealed these things. I think that is actually highly possible and even probable. Now, I'm not saying I'm I'm on this 100 percent. I'm just in my head thinking these things things through. And here's one of the reasons this is just me thinking. I'm not saying I'm correct. This is just me thinking you're following me on my thoughts. I thought the book of Enoch that actually produces a little bit of confusion because it's not in the Bible. And if I got to contend with the fact that Jude quoted this book, why would he quote this book? Now, it doesn't mean that a biblical author can't quote something outside the Bible. Paul even did this, but he made it very abundantly clear. Hey, look, one of your authors has said this. And what Paul was showing is what he said is actually biblically true. This author follows a thought that's actually biblically true. Doesn't mean that this author belongs in the Bible. And nobody would challenge that. But think about the book of Enoch. Think about the questions that the book of Enoch generates to some people. Now, I trust the Bible cover to cover 100 percent. I've got I've gotten past that point of doubting the Bible. Doesn't mean I can explain everything, but I trust it, right? What happens in a person, let's say, who's weak in their faith when they hear, well, Jude quoted this book that's not in the Bible, and that book goes over, you know, these topics and these angels and all of this other stuff. And then you have the the, the matter of the author of the book of Enoch. Why is it called the book of Enoch? Why was it called that? Now, I know some of you smart theologians out there may have explanations, but I'm saying, what I think is this generates confusion is what that generates. And I'm I'm not sure that that that's what Jude is quoting. I'm just I'm just not sure he's quoting a book of Enoch. I'm not sure. I'm just at the point, And I don't know why I never considered this, that the Lord Jesus Christ could have easily revealed stuff to them that we don't find in the Bible anywhere else. And thus we find certain nuggets revealed in the New Testament that you don't find anywhere else. Just a possibility. I'm not saying I'm 100 percent, you know, down on that. But these are just some of my thoughts. I know kind of random. Anyway, y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.